the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I have to say, I believe that once again, it happens almost uh, regularly, the country is engulfed in hysteria. That's what it is. There's just hysteria. It's affected Republicans. They watch television. They read newspapers. They see tweets. And they, uh, they get sucked into the hysteria. That's what it is. It's very hard not to get sucked into hysteria. You can now understand why bad movements gain so much, so many followers. If they can control media, as in the United States the left does, then you are fed a certain way of thought, and, it, and the more it is stated, the more screaming, the, the more people are affected. It is very hard not to join the general panic and hysteria. It's very hard. I may be personal for a moment. I have said on a number of occasions that the thing I fear most, I know my my dear producer doesn't like when I talk about this, but the thing I fear most in a plane that would be going down is the panic, is the screaming. I have a visceral reaction against hysteria. You will note as well, by the way, that no matter what, that's the way the Democrats work it out, because if you have the press, you don't need anything else. Between the press and the media and the, and the courts, you're, uh, you're pretty inviolable. So remember Mitt Romney was caught on a, on a private, uh, in a private talk, Speaking about uh, the, what is it, the 47%, and never could live it down. It became a death statement. There is no Republican who could get away with it. There is no Republican for whom in the last few weeks of the campaign something will not be released. Mitt Romney leads a somewhat uh, saintly life, so they couldn't find anything other than he might have bullied a gay kid in high school. That was actually reported. How many years earlier had he been in high school? 40 years? So uh, it's very hard. It's extremely hard for a Republican to win. The women are just, uh, according to reports, women are just uh, incapable now in so many cases of voting for him. Funny, I'm married to a woman. I would say that uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, she was not particularly bothered. I don't know what the number would be. As much as she doesn't want to, I might have her on. I might call her up. I have a woman's take on this. Your wife, uh, has your wife lost sleep over this issue, uh, Mr. P- as, as our friend says, Mr. Producer? No? No? 
Heather McDonald has written a very powerful piece on the sexualization of society and then the the screams of, of horror and shock at such talk. I will read uh, some of what she wrote. There's another dangerous element in in the year. Let me let me get this out, folks, because it's uh, it's amazing how that I had wrote. It's amazing that not that I wrote it, and not that the Wall Street Journal published it, but how uh, it would come to be relevant, so relevant, sixteen years, seventeen years later, July eighteenth, two thousand. I wrote a piece. I wrote a piece uh, in the uh, Wall Street Journal when it came out in a book by Jerry Oppenheimer that Hillary Clinton had called Paul Frey, the manager of her husband's failed 1974 congressional campaign, a Jew bastard. Actually, it was effing uh, Jew bastard. And I said, I wish to defend Mrs. Clinton. I do so as a practicing Jew and a Republican and as one who believes Mr. Oppenheimer's claim that Mrs. Clinton uttered this anti-Semitic slur. By the way, there were others who heard it, and that was reported in The Guardian, I believe, in Britain at the time. I'll get to that later. I'd like to continue to read what I wrote in the Wall Street Journal 17 years ago. We must cease this moral idiocy of judging people by stray private comments. Is that relevant? As David McCullough's biography of Harry Truman revealed, one of the most courageous friends that American Jews and blacks had in the White House frequently used kike, and at that time you were allowed to actually spell it out, and the N-word in private. He even wrote them down. In a letter home from New York, Mr. Truman described the city as Kike Town. Was this unfortunate? Yes. Defining of the man? Absolutely not. Yet for decades, politicians and the media have gleefully deployed isolated remarks to besmirch the entire life of public figures. Take the reaction of liberals to the revelations on the White House tapes that President Nixon made anti-Jewish comments in the privacy of the Oval Office. These comments supposedly proved what an anti-Semite he was. What matters in assessing Nixon's decency toward Jews was that he appointed the first Jewish Secretary of State and that the late Moshe Dayan, he was the Defense Minister of Israel, the most famous of, of them all, the man with the patch over his eye, credited the President with saving Israel during the Yom Kippur War. Mr. Nixon had nothing to gain politically from his actions. Jews vote Democrat. Was Mr. Nixon an anti-Semite? If by that we mean a person who bears ill will toward Jews and who, if given an opportunity, would harm the Jewish people, the answer is clearly no. To define anti-Semitism in a less rigorous way only cheapens the term unguarded private remarks do not constitute a personal philosophy. I wrote this in 2000 in the Wall Street Journal. That's why I am repulsed by the loose talk about Mrs. Clinton long, Mrs. Clinton's long-ago utterance. If that renders her an anti-Semite, then virtually every Gentile is anti-Semitic, 
and almost every Jew is an anti-Gentile bigot. But don't such remarks as Jew bastard, even if uttered in private and even if uttered but once and in anger, tell us a great deal about a person's true feelings? No, they tell us little. Even if those words did reflect some negative feelings about a group, we still need to measure the speaker by two other criteria. How does she behave toward that group and how does she publicly speak about them publicly? By either measure, no one can call Mrs. Clinton or Nixon an anti-Semite. It is highly misleading to probe private comments for evidence of anti-Semitism, racism, bigotry, and sexism. God, it's like prophetic stuff. The present trend emanates largely from a lethal combination, the totalitarian temptation inherent in contemporary liberalism and the media's sensationalism. It's bad. It's bad, bad news. What he said is bad. Every one of you has said something bad. Your life can be ruined for no good reason. You're listening to The Dennis Prager Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.